Hey everyone, happy Sunday. Welcome to Call the AD and Scottish Watches Live. Um, I'm Stephanie. I'm She Watches the World on Instagram. And I'm Arthur. I'm Tick Tick Room. Um, anyway, this is our weekly show where we talk about a variety of topics, having the discussion about fun topics, kind of less about new releases and more about um, things that, frankly, Arthur and I talk a lot about um, as a couple because we're obsessed with watches. Um, anyway, today's topic we thought would be fun to talk about Grail watches. It's something, it's a term that's always used, but I think it means a lot of things to different people. Right. So we kind of picked like, uh, we asked you all for recommendations of what do you, what does a Grail watch mean to you? And we picked a few different categories and what some of our picks would be. Um, but it'd be fun if you all put some comments in about what you, your Grail watches are as we go through each of these different categories. Um, but please subscribe to our to, uh, Scottish Watches Live. Please follow us on Instagram and also uh, call the A.D as well for our, our show Instagram. Um, so I think I'll start with a wrist check. Sure, sure, sure. That should be good. Um, this is close as I can come to my Grail watch is I am wearing my um, Zenith to five midnight, which Karan helped me get. And I love, um, it's not totally focusing, but um, this is great. I've had it a few months now and it's just, it's, it's a, it's a really wonderful, it's a really wonderful piece. Um, Arthur, I'm wondering if, um, if you have any, any news to share in your wrist check today. I don't know, but I'm, I'm feeling awfully thirsty today. Mm -hmm. Me too. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not usually one for soda, but this, this seems like it's, uh, seems like it might be appropriate. It might be appropriate. I don't know. It's kind of a rainy day. I'm it feeling is. a little blue. It's an interesting color sweater you have on too. Yeah. Huh. You don't usually wear, um, blue and red. No, I don't. Yeah. I don't. Um, but in seriousness for a minute. <laughs> Uh, the inspiration, in a way, for today's episode is a lot of you guys who've been, and gals who've been following the channel for a while, know that one of my grill watches, by one of the definitions we're going to talk about today, is the Rolex GMT Master II Pepsi. And you can probably tell by the smile on my face, something good has happened. <laughs> <laughs> and it finally showed up. Yay! Yay! So I wanted to share the news and uh, show you guys real quick. Let's see if we can get this to focus properly. Here we go. Here it is. Yay! An absolute favorite of mine since the early days of me getting interested in watches at all. Um, so it's really great to be able to finally have this. And I feel very, very lucky to, to be able to get one in the circumstances I did. So... Just wanted to share the happiness and then we'll talk a bit about uh, what Grail means to us and to you guys. And um, yeah, I just also just wanted to say a huge thanks to uh, Karan, uh, who runs the About Time channel on YouTube. Uh, and is also my watch dealer, <laughs> to Karan and the folks at LV Luxury Jewelers, uh, including Christine, who helped make it happen. So and you love it. You're, you're obsessed with it. It was not a meet your heroes situation. Like it came, no, yeah, you hadn't yeah. tried one on in what, two plus years right. at this point. Because they're just so hard to get your hands yeah. on you this try. Um, and you love it. You nearly yeah. had a panic attack trying to size the bracelet. Size the bracelet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still got to make some tweaks there. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, it's going to be, you knowing me, the hardest part is going to be just like relaxing about wearing it because it's so perfect right now. Yeah. Um, but I think it's definitely like living up to my expectations okay. and I'm super psyched about it. So okay. just wanted to um, 
share share that and and dan i think you're right you should get a thank you as well because you've been reminding everyone <laughs> in the chat that i was waiting for a pepsi for about the past nine months yeah, or so so uh yeah and kron said he makes <laughs> i make him feel like he made the watch you made it possible let's say that let's say that so yeah so that's our good news yeah. uh and i guess we'll get on into Grail watches as a topic, right? Exactly. And I think your Pepsi will come up a few times in this yeah. conversation. Um, oh, Paul has, or uh, Ross has a good comment. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've, I've actually, I've taken the, the sticky off the, off the buckle and just gone for it. Paul's comment was, I wonder how many times you checked the tracking of the oh packaging. He actually got in the car because he thought he got an alert that says it had arrived and it wasn't. It was just an alert that it was on right. the like next stage. Right. Um, so it was going to a FedEx store for pickup. I almost like went and like sat <laughs> at the store to wait for it. But... I'm not sure a lot of work got done on yeah. the day you got it. Yeah. But... Okay. It's so, great. so Grail watches as a concept. Grail watches as a concept. So we've talked a little bit about this before, but um, I think it's a bit of an overused term. Everyone talks about like, oh, this is my grail or this is my next grail. Um, but that's not really what a, like the holy grail is, right? It's, I, I think there's a bunch of different right. ways that you can think about it. And it's probably not like if you choose the wrong one, like an Indiana Jones, that you're dead, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Or yeah. it's not, you know, the watch that, you wear and then share with 12 of your buddies like Jesus did. So, <laughs> um, we're going to talk about some of the different definitions. We try to put some categories from some good responses that um, that you all gave. And yeah, I think yeah. I think that's it. So I think the term may be a little overused, um, grail watch. And particularly, I think you can tell when people's definitions differ when some people have a grail that they may be like, are never going to be able to buy or might yeah. take years. I would say that's probably yeah. the case for me with this one, the taking a long time um, and seeking it out over a while, you know, whether that's difficult to uh, obtain from an availability standpoint or from a financial standpoint, mm -hmm. which, are, you know, this was both for me, you know, yeah. over time. Um, and then other people use the term more freely. And I've even heard people say my next grail, right. which makes it sound like, every single next watch is a grail for you, which is cool if you feel that special, but I don't know if that fits my personal definition. So I think we, we asked for your opinion on Instagram on call the A.D. And um, we're going to go through a couple of different categories and share what they mean to us and what we would pick. Let's start with Instablane's comment there though, of what watch um, would be worn on Monty oh. Python. Um, but I think maybe one made out of coconut shells, like maybe a little coconut shell, like hinged <laughs> yeah, that, case that protects that the good. dial. Yeah. I don't know. It's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> a minute repeater where the sound is chimed out with little coconuts. Or one that's missing three, you know, that whole joke of one, two, five, no three. Seven, yeah. Yeah. That'd be funny. Okay. That'd anyway. be funny. Um, well, let's go to our first category. Okay. So our first category is uh, what we're calling the truly unattainable grails. So this is something where like, unless you won the lottery, you can never really imagine a circumstance where you could or get it. Or there's like no way to get it because it's like a super unique piece. And right, that's like, possible even if well. you had all the money in the world, you wouldn't be able to get it. Um, so Arthur and I are going to talk about each of ours, but if you have a grail watch in this category, 
put it in the comments. Yeah. So this is like in your dreams, literally, and probably never in reality. Yeah. We're going to start there. Um, I don't like Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, jeez. I do prefer Coke Zero, actually, <laughs> but that does not have anything to do with how much I love this watch. Okay, so I'm going to start off with mine. Okay. Um, here we go. And to be honest, there's like probably a lot of watches that fall in this category, but I'm particularly in love with some of the things that MB&F do with the legacy machines. This particular one is called the LM2, and it's in platinum with a blue dial. 18 pieces made, so difficult to get even if you have mm -hmm. the means, right? Um, this one has basically two balance wheels and escapements and essentially a gear train, which is kind of represented in the center here, that sort of averages the timekeeping of the two okay. such that errors cancel and you end up with a bit with better timekeeping. Honestly, that's not the appeal to me. The appeal to me is you have so much to look at on the face of the dial. But it still just tells you just hours and minutes, right? Yes. Okay. Exactly. So it says a super accuracy if you're starting in the seconds hand. I believe you're correct. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just about how pretty this yeah. is, how yeah. much of the, the movement architecture has been constructed just to give you something beautiful to look at. And... It's not fully skeletonized. I would say it's like an inverted movement with some pieces right. exposed. And that's beautiful and attractive to me. That's cool. Um, yeah. So so that's my, you know, to be honest, watches in this category for me uh -huh. change more frequently because it's just what's catching my daydreaming eye right. on a given day of the week. Right? This is a fun category to think about, too, because you know you're never going to get it. It's not like it's anywhere in the realm of ever sort of being possible so these are kind of watches that are really fun to admire because you don't get super obsessed like, oh, what do I need to do to make it happen? Because it's just not, right, not going to happen. Right, right. And, and uh, just an interesting comment I wanted to highlight here from Ben that and I think we're going to kind of go through these different yeah. categories that a grail, he says, a grail is subjective to everyone's taste and budget. That's true because mm -hmm. uh, unattainable financially might be, is definitely different of for course, different people, right? right? Um, but I'm often seeing the same collectors exclaiming that they just bought their grail at least once a month yeah. or once a week in some cases to me the idea of a de desirable watch could be obtained so frequently does not constitute a grail watch that's just buying what you want that's when you want to you want. Yeah, yeah right and that's the way most of us behave mm -hmm. you know in watch collecting yeah so so staying on the truly unobtainable yes um what let's let's check out what you've picked um a little van cleef action yes um, yes which I would just, honestly, I would just love to see one of these. I think that would be, you didn't get to pick the diamond bracelet one for me too? Well, I'm sure there's a picture in okay. here. I didn't know which one you wanted. Well, honestly. it's the Van Cleef Planetarium. I mean, if we're just going to go full unobtainium. I mean, look at the back. The back is, is amazing. Cool. How that I didn't realize that was that? like a cluster of diamonds here. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, so you yeah, can casual. see why it might be financially unobtainable exactly. there. Um, but I just think this watch, this watch is so neat that it has the inner planets. Um, I don't know. I love it. I think it's beautiful. The functions are really neat, very spacey for me. And it's just right. like a genuinely beautiful, beautiful piece of jewelry. Um, and it fits your love of space. Yeah. And, and the, your love of sort but it's of a really things, right? Wonderful horological piece too, mm -hmm. right? The movement in it is, is fantastic. Um, 
I don't know. I like, frankly, I just want to see one, but like, there's no practicality in either of our choices here, right? No, like, they're not right. watches you can actually wear, or yeah, there's, there's, I mean, they're there's dreams, a lot of practicality right? in any of this discussion, but um, oh, careful, got an offer. okay, yes, we will. I'd love to see this in person. <laughs> I just think it's I, my, just think it's my favorite touch here is like where you might on other watches see like a screw head to yeah. release like a bar to release change the strap. No, there's a diamond. So you don't have to worry about scratching anything because there's diamonds everywhere. So it's a that's, perfect watch for me. <laughs> it's a perfect watch for me. I think yeah. I need like, I need that sapphire case hublot, although exactly. I don't love well, it. Yeah. It would be a perfect watch for the OCD-ness <laughs> in me. So yeah. Did anybody else have some picks for their like totally, un what we're calling unattainable grails? Yeah. Some Patek's yep. choices. Yeah, for yep. sure. Yeah, always a bit out there. Mm -hmm. uh, Vintage Invictus picked a, a Gronfeld Principia. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful stuff. Some Independence coming out here. Um, let's see. I think I saw uh, Ross has picked a Grubel Forcey Balancier S. Yep. yep. Yeah, I think that falls in that category probably. Okay. <laughs> Oh, interesting. The, the AP Survivor okay, that watch. Would be neat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. cool. A watch made by Breguet yeah. himself. Yeah, I like the idea of thinking historical mm -hmm. too here. Yeah, um, for sure. Because I could definitely think of some like you know pieces with a lot of historical significance, whether made by you know a watchmaker or had been the actual piece that had gone on a specific space mission right. or something like that right like, like no taking that angle on it i think i might pick like scott carpenter's actual navitimer cosmonaut right yes. like yes. If, if you're taking that's, that angle right um that's a good point yeah that'd be fun the other one i consider just to say mm -hmm. it, i think it's it's it was a piece unique vacheron um with a ton of celestial complications yes. front and back right I think it's one of the coolest watches made. Um, yeah. But you can um, you can change these out because it's never going to happen. So you can have yeah, something in your unattainable right. grail category. Dan, Dan has appreciated okay. my historical Good. pick. Let's go to the next category. All right, let's let's talk about it for a moment. So okay. I think the next the next category is probably closer to my personal definition mm -hmm. of what a grail watch is. Um, there's a sense of unattainability or a sense that the from a financial perspective or simply an availability perspective you've got to put in the work got to wait you've got to maybe make some sacrifices or trades in the other parts of yeah. your watch collection and something that is the exact opposite of an impulse buy yeah right? it's not like it's not your next watch it's something that you're gonna have to work for to get and like yeah may, maybe it'll happen maybe it won't but right. something you're yeah, it's difficult to obtain for one reason or another. Yeah, and to me, this is my personal definition of what a grail watch is. It is obtainable mm -hmm. eventually, but and the effort and the time it takes makes it that much sweeter. And there's only one answer for what that could be for me. Yeah, and that that's this guy right here. And so maybe maybe my definition's got to change, but I'm going to just enjoy my honeymoon thoroughly with this why do you love that watch so much like why oh okay so i mean i could almost do like a review on this thing but a lot of people on the internet have done that but yeah. you personally it's perfectly proportioned for me for my taste for my wrist mm -hmm. it is it has the aviation heritage which to me is a big deal um i think i talked about it on a prior episode but 
you know, Rolex designed this watch sort of collaboratively originally with Pan Am Airways mm -hmm. as a, you know, a functional multi-time zone pilot's piece. And earlier in my career, I was a flight test engineer on what used to be a Pan Am 747. So I have, I've had some of my best experiences in my career on an old Pan Am aircraft, which had the original first class cabin. And just there's a lot of that, like iconography of 1960s jet age yeah. aviation. And I'm more of like a modern watch kind of guy. So to me, totally. this is like the perfect evolution of all those things from the original GMT. And that had to be the red and the blue for me. Yeah. Um, and crazy enough, I don't know if people know this, but this is also my first Rolex. I essentially procrastinated on getting one until I could get the one that I love yeah, the most. Yeah, I think it was the right way to go. So, but it was great because, I mean, I know the waiting period sucked, but you were able to save up the money. It was sitting there in account. So when you got the call, there was no hesitation. Right. You felt really good about it. Um, and there it, you go. It was definitely an exercise in patience for me, yeah. but it, it does really make it that much sweeter. Yeah, so, that's good. Yeah. So that's, that's mine for this difficult to obtain yeah. grail category to be, to be sure the GMT master caught my eye when I was first learning about watches like eight to 10 years ago. And even then the five digits that were out, you know, like the Cokes and the Pepsis of that time, um, for me at that time were financially yeah. unattainable. Yeah. There was no way we could do it then. And then GMT market kind of blew up and it right. felt even more unattainable and, so it just feels like finally, finally, finally. And that's so it's such a satisfying yeah. thing. And I feel like you having a Pepsi is like more fitting than a lot of people who just want it because it's so hyped up right now and like the one that everybody wants. Like there's a reason you want it and it's, it's well, that's nice of you to say. You. I'm not gonna say I'm like more deserving. No, no, not like more that. deserving, but just it, it's you're getting it for the right reasons. You yeah, I, I right think reasons. so. That's I think great. so. So yeah. Anyway, I'm very happy with okay. that. So that's that's my, this is my definition of a grail yeah. and this is it. So I don't know what, what I do next. That's fine. <laughs> Just be you happy. You got a grail. It's done. You're going to live forever, right? Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, uh, so how about for you? Um, so mine is in the more fi totally financially unattainable category, but I guess there's like some glimmer of hope if I keep collecting watches and then sold everything that maybe there's some feasibility yeah. possibility could happen. Why don't you bring up a picture? It's the um, little longer one moon phase. Ooh, um, man. It's just really, really unbelievably beautiful. I've seen it in person. I got to try it on. Um, it's this, like the case is this wonderful rose gold color, but the combination of just the incredible movement that's in there, the finishing that Longa does, but this, um, Kiyoshi dial is beautiful. And the moon phase in particular, I think is, um, is, is, is really gorgeous. I, I don't know. I, I love everything about Longa. I, this is totally an impractical watch. Um, it's very expensive and completely out of my budget but if it like there's some like glimmer of hope right like uh -huh. there is a world in which we could make this 
potentially happen. Like if we but, didn't need cars anymore or yeah, something. <laughs> you know, or to pay the mortgage or, you know, put our future child through college. I could have this. That's quite but, a, that's quite a grail. I like yeah. how you just escalated for mine. Like, like, but your grill is different. You can get this, right? Like I can, I can call someone and get this, get this watch. Yeah. I, I guess it's that's... different types of difficulty to obtain. Right. right? Um, and I mean, maybe in the future too, when you see Longas on secondhand market, they do tend to drop price, which is crazy to me that they do, but that happens. Maybe this someday becomes slightly more reasonable. I somehow doubt Karan it. Karan says, on this beautiful. side of the counter, I think you're being very practical. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Karan. Um, and and yeah. my, my dear mom approves yes. as well. Oh, good. Thanks, mom. Um, but, you know, it, this has all the features that I would want if I was ever to to get a longa, right? Like having that special dial finish is great. Having the digital date display, I have to have that. Having the offset um, dials is is key. Like it, it has all the elements I love. And then the rose gold is just really perfect for me. So yeah. And you've tried one on. I have and yeah. it fit perfect and I loved it. Um, and it did feel like a grail because I put it on and it was like, yeah, you know. Beaming down from the heavens, that watch that was meant to be. Josh says it's a nice Sunday afternoon watch. Yes, exactly. It's nice whenever the hell you want. Right. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, I am finally. I mean, like, I am in yoga pants and a sweatshirt and wearing my zenith with diamonds. So you know, maybe if I put in a little Mm -hmm. effort, I could wear something like that on Sunday afternoon. I just think it's great that. Sure, we've got the whole debate about labeling pieces men's or women's, but I just think it's great that. Langa is making this arc, movement architecture and complications in a size and style that yeah. appeals to you. I love right? it. I love it. Um, because yeah. And yeah. it's not blinged out. It's just, it's just perfect. So yeah. The guilloche is really cool. And I know our friend Blaine just picked up a Langa one, but the guilloche is only on the smaller one, right? Yes, That's the it is. little. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. Okay, let's move on to our next category. Cool, cool. Well, real quick, I just wanted to highlight some cool oh, yeah. answers to this one, for this category. Um, I don't know this reference off the top of mm. my head, but anything in the Vacheron, I'm going to butcher this French métier to art, is going to be okay. wild. <laughs> and I got to look that up. Yeah. Ross is saying an F.P. Jorn Centigraph, one of the many in this category. Um our friend Vintage Invicta is looking for a rare 1932 um, Invicta Chronosport. Interesting, interesting. Unique choice. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that's the cool thing is, I know. I is how like different this is that. for yeah. different people. Yeah. Um, the Mark Wheeler saying the Speedmaster in the Canopus mm-hmm. Gold. I think that's the one they're calling the um, the new like white gold thing. Mm-hmm. I think. I think that's right. I think yeah. That's right. Um, but yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So let's go on to our next category. This is the one that I think is overused, right? And um, Ben, this kind of gets to your point of that this this is a term that people always use of like, oh, my, just my next watch is my grail. So like anything <laughs> other than necessarily buying like a Timex is like, okay, it's next watch is my grail. And I just, I, I don't, I don't like using mm-hmm. it in this way, but it's a category that some people use it. So I thought we should... I thought we should talk about it. Um, yeah. So this one is going to be largely unsatisfying. It in is. A way yeah. Because it's kind of boring. Because it's, it's just like, sort of, what do we want next? Right. And that's not my definition, but we'll roll with that's it. Fine. Sure. Yeah. Um, what do you want next? 
How could you like even? Oh, did, hold on. What? See, this is this is very hard for me to answer because I'm so content uh, with what just happened. But um, here you go, and this is gonna make Dan very happy. Um, yeah, this is this is my next watch grail, if you use that term. Um, I've been wanting a Nava timer since early yeah. on in watch collecting, and I think it's finally time to address that. Um, and it will like the collecting theme is emerging more strongly in what I have now because you Gina, like airplanes. We get it. Yeah. Like I get Jesus. It. Shut up, Arthur. <laughs> you like airplanes. And black uh-huh. dials. Got it. Right. Oh yeah. The black <laughs> dial thing's got to die soon. I think I probably need some variety, but, uh, yeah. So I think, I think for me, this is probably a Nava timer and Dan, we know, Oh yes, it makes me yes. very, very, yes. very happy. Yeah, that's true. But this is something you've been wanting for a long time, um, and honestly, I think between the um, the Pepsi and this, you could have a two watch collection and be happy that... with these two. But I love some of the other things I have. I know you so... do, but I, it yeah. checks a lot of the boxes for you. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. And the, so the wheel, the gears already on motion on this, yep. and they were even before this showed up. So. In the words of Joe Exotic, <laughs> this about this month, <laughs> yeah. I'm never going to financially recover from <laughs> this. Yes, but this is where we life are is now. you only live once, right? Yeah. So. Get those watches before baby comes, because then <laughs> maybe that's over. my secret agenda. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Cool. Uh, right. So let's let's talk about your choices for this category. Okay. Um, so I think my next like big purchase is I really want a candy pink oyster perpetual. Um, and I want this to celebrate the birth of our baby girl. Um, but I think this is just a really wonderful piece that will be great to pass on to her one day. To be honest, I'm debating between the 31 and the 36. I think the 36 is the right choice for now, but this is a watch I'm going to keep forever. And I'm wondering a little bit if the 31 is something that I, in the future, if things get kind of smaller again for women, like Mm -hmm. is the 31 a more classic choice? Um, And then right now I'm very attracted to this like candy pink, pastel pink color, but there's also like a blush metallic pink that comes in the 34. And frankly, I think the 34 is the perfect size, but that doesn't come in the candy pink. So I'm a little all over the place, but this is a pink oyster perpetual Mm -hmm. is next, next in the big category. Yeah. Well, I know Dan is sad that he won't be able to harass Karan about this anymore. He can help with this, maybe. Yeah, yeah. If it helped at all. So I'm curious what you think in the comments. Should I do 36 or 31 in the candy pink or 34 in the um, uh, in the more like metallic. sunburst, rosy color? Like maybe that's a more classic choice. Um, so I don't know, but this this is next. This is next on the list. Yeah. Um, I'd also say because if you're talking about two different watches that are coming, I'll talk about two different. Okay. All um, right. The other one that I think might be next is um, finally getting a Panerai Due. Um, and I I know everyone's gonna say like, but the water resistance, the water resistance. I don't care. Um, I'm not going swimming with this watch, and even if I was, it would be fine. Like I'm not going to very deep depths of jumping in a pool, but I probably won't with a leather strap anyway, it would be fine. Um, but I love the duets. 38 millimeter is just great on me. 
I could probably go up to 40, but I just really liked the 38. It was super comfortable. And I think I would have a lot of fun playing with straps. So um, this is also on the near term list. Do I need to buy two watches right now? Of course not. But I'm having envy that you are having new watch boxes come and I, <laughs> I'm not. So danger. danger. Yeah. So if you're using, yeah. the, if you're using the term of like grail watches to just mean like your next higher end piece. Yeah. These, these are nice. You've got some support here from my friend okay. Richard. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I love this one. I tried it on recently at a local boutique. I, I think it's great. Um, yeah, I'd love to have it one day. So we'll see. All right. So let's go to the next category. Yeah. And I think this is a, it's almost blending terminology, but I think this is a very valid one. And this is the exit watch grail. Yeah. So this is a term that means like, you're done. Like you're done shopping. You're not going to buy any more watches. Maybe you sell what you have, but this is it. Like, you know, you're not on the quest to find anything better. Mm -hmm. If you could just get this one watch, you're done. I don't think this is realistic, particularly for either of us, because part of what we love about this hobby is like learning about new things, adding them to our collection, experiencing something new. Mm -hmm. So even if I got like what I would put as my exit watch now, I, I wouldn't be done. Like, unless yeah. I move on to some other, you know, hobby with a lot of details in. <laughs> David's yeah. right. This category doesn't not actually for, not exist. Not for anybody who's like listening to this, right? But certainly for some normal people who <laughs> maybe yeah. have one or two watches, yeah. like, oh, if I just got this one watch, I wouldn't need to spend money on this absurd collection thing anymore. Right, right. Um, so I don't think this is a good category for us, but if we had to pick one. It's so hard. Oh man. Yeah. And, and I mean, practically it's been, it just doesn't exist for me either. And if I had to, the probably one of the things that would come closest mm -hmm. is, is yeah. this yeah. because, but obviously it's not actually, <laughs> it's really because I've already just answered the question on what I'm getting next. So yeah. uh, I actually didn't have it pulled up, but the thing that comes to mind right now mm -hmm. is I don't, I would like, yeah, see, here's the thing, Ben, is a week ago, I would have said the Pepsi is my exit right. watch, and I could be happy probably just wearing this yeah. every day for the rest of my yeah. life, but we love the hobby, right? We like exploring things and trying new things, so yeah, Kim, I'm with you. As a watch junkie, it just doesn't exist. If I had to, if, if someone put like a gun to my head right now and yeah. said, you can get only one more watch and it has to be your last watch for life, I would say, I haven't gone high horology. Okay. I don't have it pulled up, so I won't even show the picture unless people really want to see. Um, I would get the Vacheron Constantin Corn de Vac. Okay. I would go dress. Yeah. Uh, sure, why not platinum? Um, you know, or I, I'd even take the steel, whatever. Yeah. If it's just dream world, you know, um, corn de vac platinum because it's a dressy watch. I love chronographs. It's holy trinity level watch making, and it's manual wine, so you get the beautiful movement. I there mean, if go. I had to, there you go. So okay, that's a good way of thinking. About it. David, I like your comment of like exit watch is the one you're buried with, right? That's like <laughs> one way to think about it. Yeah, that's like the only too. true exit watch, yeah. I think. Yeah. 
Um, but especially for us, like there's not like one watch to rule them all. I know that was like category that we mm-hmm. had before, but an exit watch, like next purchase. And then, and then that's it. I just, I don't, yeah. I don't think that's possible. Um, but if I had to pick one right now, I'm, I'm sounding like a little bit of a, of a broken record. Hold on. I, can I just highlight this? Mark Wheeler, my last watch will be the Yuli <laughs> Snardin Voyeur. I die in shame shortly after. Immediately. That's <laughs> awful. It's awful. Why can't they make like, Watches with crazy animations that aren't in really terrible taste. That would be really mm-hmm. nice. That would be cool and yeah. a unique yeah. feature. But yeah. Always. So 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 you picked a watch for this category too. Do you I feel did. comfortable in this choice after the discussion? I mean, it's just imagine the like imaginary scenario. It had to be the end. Would this be the choice? This probably not. But go ahead and show it. So. Um, I'm sounding a little like a broken record, but I am pretty obsessed with the um, uh, Vacheron Overseas right now. I think this would be a great kind of does it all sort of watch. So I guess if I say exit watch, this is a little bit like less of what's the next watch and you're done collecting. This is more of a, you can't have anything else. You can only have one and you're done. Mm, okay. And this, this, this yeah. would definitely be it for that. Especially with the versatility with the included straps. It's yeah. pretty sweet. It's yeah. pretty sweet. Um. I just, I love this piece. I think it would look great on me and I could wear it in all sorts of occasions, but it's, it's absurdly expensive and not, mm-hmm. not something that's in, you know, the budget anywhere, anywhere close right now. Um, but I guess if you're thinking of it, like, you know, I got to pick a watch and this is it mm-hmm. forever and ever. I'm probably with you that I would go with some high horology, crazy dress, dress piece. Well, um, maybe I, not long I do think I need to call out one thing here. Your like difficult to obtain grail was mm-hmm. a longer one little longer one and your exit watch was this yeah and the little longer one financially is more unobtainable than this is right but you picked you picked an exit watch that is also financially unobtainable that's true yeah that's true okay whatever it's all right uh paul wants to know why not the diamond bezel version? it's a good question so i love the diamonds on my zenith um which i didn't think i would i'm not usually like a diamond sparkly girl but i don't like the demon the diamonds on the overseas, I think it's a little bit weird with how the case shape is, um, that they're the diamonds, just pull up the rose gold one, um, that they're, they don't go all the way around the bezel. They're just on portions of it. They're on the raised portions. They're on the raised portions. Yeah. Um, Maybe yeah, a just, previous shot would help. Um, but yeah, just not for me in this case. Like if it was a, if it was just the inner circle, I think I would, mm-hmm. I would like that, but, um, it is beautiful on the gold though. Yeah, the rose gold really be great. nice. Really, really nice. Um, that's a fun dream. I'm not sure I would yeah. wear it that much. Anyway, that's okay. Yeah, and then and then an interesting last last category, and our friend Blaine suggested this is and I and this is a very like nice attitude because he's uh, I, by saying this uh, saying appreciate what you have right now. Yeah. And he said it should be the watch you're most excited to wear right now. Yeah. Like the one you have, that's your piece that you worked really hard for, or is your yeah. favorite, or well, wouldn't that be nice if like we could you. just if we be could, content? Yeah, yeah that's not easy answer for me. Again, yeah. I just keep doing this on these yeah. answers, but uh, yeah, this is definitely what I'm most excited to wear right now. Um, no competition, so that'll be on there. Does that for mean a while. I can wear some of your other watches? Can you at least like let me wear the Black Bay Fifty Eight now? I like, feel like. Under what circumstances? Like put it on a strap so I don't you don't have to resize the bracelet and I won't mess up the bracelet. 
Okay, we'll, we'll talk. I just don't we'll see talk. you wearing the tutor anytime we'll soon. Talk. So yeah, okay. yeah. Um. Anyway, the watch I'm most excited to wear right now, which is why I wore it today, is is the Zenith. I just I just love this watch. It's so great. It's so me. Um. Yeah. I like try to whenever I go anywhere, which isn't very often. Like I try to put together things that I can wear that go with the blue dial or like highlight the blue dial. Yeah. And, and you know, this watch looks great with jeans and a white T-shirt or you know. Like how great would it be with a blue cocktail dress? Not that I'm fitting mm-hmm. in a blue cocktail dresses right now, but like <laughs> one one can hope. Um, yeah, but this is what I'm. This is certainly what I'm most excited to wear. I like that ending on that note because that's about appreciating yeah, that, yeah. especially if your definition was such that you got a watch that you would have called a grail. You need to need to pause and appreciate yeah. that, which um, I'm certainly feeling really lucky right now yeah. in that regard yeah. and and just enjoying that so right um, i like the last comment there i think that's one you should talk highlight. About it. yeah that the idea of a retroactive grail too you didn't know it at the time but in hindsight they're impossible to get um or maybe you have learned to appreciate it even more than you thought but um that's cool yeah. that for ross it was uh an autodromo i i like yeah. the brand i i had a a group b series two yeah, as well fun. That was good. Good, great watch. Yeah. And it's interesting, yeah, with, with micro brands or independents or anything made in lower volumes, the difficult to get factor can take on a different meaning. Mm-hmm. Not It's not just financial right. or, you know, what have you, right? But I will say you and I never buy watches because we think they're going to be difficult to get in the future or we no. think the price is going to go up. Um, we tend to buy watches because we want to keep them forever. And I, I, yeah. I don't think that'll change, but maybe it will if there's always something else you want. I don't know. I have, I haven't sold anything of any significant no. value that I've bought, yeah. you know, at all. Um, but I'm also fairly slow to make purchasing decisions. So I try to make sure I'm going to want to keep what I've very slow to make purchasing decisions. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, let's see. We've got some other comments. Um, uh, Mr. No date. Wait, we're allowed to appreciate <laughs> the watches we have head explode i know um, i know there's always the next thing but i think it's good to like look back and really appreciate all the things that you have mm-hmm. and find you know excuses to to wear them and actually i think this is part of why like arthur and i track our watches of, of what we're wearing when right so that if something hasn't been used in a while you bring it out and you're like right. yeah this is why i love it we've it's never wonderful. used that data to justify selling something no, actually never. it's just more like oh maybe i'm not appreciating that yeah. enough let's go back to that yeah exactly um dan uh, Dan mentioned something that fits right in this category of difficult to obtain, but not necessarily expensive. And that is the out of production Mr. Bean (laughs) Wacky Tie Watch. In case you haven't watched the show before or haven't heard us talk about this, this is a watch that Dan picked on one of our early challenges. And it's a, a novelty quartz watch available in 38 or 42 individually or as a set when it was available. And it's Mr. Bean and the hands are a red tie and two pieces that tell the time. So as a favor to him, okay. if everyone can keep an eye out, even use, we can't find this thing available new. This would be the cheapest grail watch anyone has ever <laughs> bought if we can just find the damn thing. So yeah. please keep an eye out for Dan uh, so we can make his dreams come true. Yeah, if we get it for him though, he has to wear it like every day. I think yeah, for a I think long so. period of time. I think so. Something there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. Um 
Any any other comments or thoughts on yeah. what a grail any watch other, means like, to you? Any other categories we missed or your personal grail, whatever the definition may or may not be. I don't know. I feel like we've... There you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there's other hard-to-get watches. Andrew here is mentioning some of the the Corona Tokyo watches, you know, them and like the Mings recently have yeah. been like, it's like trying to buy a PS5 on the internet, right? Like it's the same kind of game right now for some of that stuff. By the way, the day Arthur got the call about the Pepsi, like the call, like he kept trying to get a PS5 because he thought it was like actually his lucky day. Like, I was like, maybe it'll work. No, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that that that's telling yeah. when when the when the Pepsi shows up before the PS5. That's, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh man, Blaine, can we please ask? <laughs> maybe we can get in touch with Pietro, who was on our last episode, yeah. and uh, ask him to get in touch with Konstantin Chaikin to make a Mr. Bean Wacky Tie Watch yeah. High Horology Edition. Exactly. Yeah. Then then Dan would have to buy it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Right. So, um, I actually, a funny story about the call, which is a thing that really exists is the phone rang last two Monday mm -hmm. evening, I think it was. And we were taking like, um, an online, uh, childbirth class through the hospital. And, uh, I see the caller ID and I'm like, Oh, I really need to focus on, on the childbirth class. And then you were like, it's Quran. Gotta, Wait a minute. And and you texted me what it was about. And you were like, I think you said you've been waiting for this lot watch longer than you've been waiting for this baby. It's true though. <laughs> it's true. Coping up the phone. So um, I did. Yeah. I did. Yeah. Okay. yeah. It all worked out. Good. All right. Well, I think we've covered it. I think it's a good, yeah. I think it's a good place to wrap it up. So um, any more thoughts or comments on, on what a grail watch means to you put in the comments in YouTube and yeah, but this was a fun chat. I know yeah. you're so happy about your Pepsi. Yes. I'm glad you're happy. Don't worry, I won't ask to borrow it or touch it. <laughs> I know better. Um, but you're enjoying yeah. it. Yeah, no. and thanks everybody for watching. Yeah, As always, check out everything else Scottish Watches. And uh, and we'll see you around here next yeah, week. Next week. All right. All right. Bye, everyone. Have a good week, everybody. Enjoy your watches. <laughs> Appreciate what you have. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.